The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for this week's Honda Classic Storylines Best Bets One and Done. Joining me to break it all down, Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, hello, sir. Hello, sir, to you. Uh, you. What's going on, everyone? You know, Honda Classic, my favorite event of the year, personally. Could not Not be more excited. Uh, You know, we were spoiled these last two weeks with, uh, you know, the Phoenix Open, Genesis Invitational. But, you know, it's good. You know, you buy from Amazon all these times. It's good to get out, kind of go to the farmer's market. That's kind of what this this week seems like. The Honda Classic is the farmer's market of the PGA Tour. Am I getting that correct? Yeah, you kind of you you search around, you pick something, you're like, "Ooh, what's this?" You try it, you probably don't like it, but yeah, try new things. No, this is this is not a good analogy. The, what's the, a better one? Well, the, it's the opposite. Riviera is the farmers market. Everything there is great, and the Honda is Amazon, where there's a bunch of junk. Oh, hmm. interesting, interesting. My 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 was more coming from, you know, it's easier to kind of get up for the Genesis in Phoenix, right? It's easier to get something from Amazon than having to go out to the farmer's market and and get it yourself. How about, how about (laughs) the Honda Classic is the President's Day of holidays? There's no gifts. It's not that great, but at least you got a day off from work. Like I worked on Monday. <laughs> at least, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, Rick. Uh, at least there's PGA Tour golf, is what you're saying? Yeah, at least there's something, right? Like, it's it's nice. Do you think the... Now, okay. <laughs> can't believe I'm doing this, but... The Tour is going to have a stronger field. The strength, the strength of field is going to... I haven't even looked. Maybe it's posted, but it's going to have a stronger field rating than Live. But lives a better field this week, right? The top I would say end, the top end is for sure. Yeah, that's Kyle Porter, by the way. I don't think I introduced him. That's that's up? that's Kyle Porter. Yes. It, well, hold on. We'll, we're we'll, we're going to talk live here well, in just a second. Okay. So <laughs> th- this is this is a weird thing, right, Rick? Because you are are you're deep in this with the Honda stuff. This is kind of your, this is kind of your wheelhouse. This is like what Rick run good is made for, right? For sure. Yes. This is our week, baby. Which is, which is like, so, so it's, I, I, you're incentivized to answer this in a certain way, but with the, with the, this is a different thing altogether than what, what we've seen over the last two weeks. And I think informally, we have we're dealing with two different leagues now, which is what we've been saying all along. And so if that's true, why don't we just call it two different things? We don't call the Corn Ferry Tour or the PGA Tour also, right? 
like there, there, there almost should be like an in between because I think that I think it makes it clearer and it makes the elevated events like a, a thing, you know, when it's not the same as the Honda classic, especially with the FedEx cut points and all that stuff. Like we just need to like make the formal clean break and call stuff what it is. And I get why the tour doesn't want to do it because there's a lot of sponsorship money at stake. Guess what? Honda's leaving anyway. So it doesn't really matter. You know, like it, it's going to happen over time. Let's just do it now and get it over with. Right. I think this should be called the PGA tour. And last week and the week before the week before should be called PGA tour plus. Ooh, I was thinking the PGA tour and the PGB tour, the professional golf bowlers or something i was thinking BT. i was <laughs> badasses i was thinking uh i was thinking live moss oh god oh. tough live tough moss? with taco bell though <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta run it uh, maybe yeah. taco bell could sponsor some events though. oh <laughs> this could be the taco bell open yes <laughs> we're solving all the problems here's here's we do have breaking news out, out of the top here though uh um, oh really well it's not that important but dustin johnson has uh, mutually agreed to leave Adidas, Patrick. You were just writing up the alert right now, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle, I think you'd like this one. My, give us the uh, line. Yeah, give us my, the line. My second line was uh, – wait, let me pull it up here. Uh, with the split, the former world number one will no longer be rocking three stripes, but rather the four aces. Boom. Shut it down. We're done here. Everybody's heard of the four aces. Not everybody's heard of the three stripes. Exactly. Good, good <laughs> team name. Three stripes. That's pretty good, Patrick. I'm. I'm. That's such a good place to just test out just stuff like that to become a better yeah. writer. It's awesome. Yeah. I love it. It's like throwing a spaghetti against the fridge. You know, see if it's ready. Do you throw it against the fridge or against like the backsplash? I typically just like eat it, and then if it's too hard, I. I let it go. Keep going. You know, you just throw it out and go to Taco Bell or what? <laughs> no, no, I keep it in the boiling water. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, no, that's a, that's a great line. Uh, <laughs> the freaking four. I was talking to somebody today and I was like, we're covering something this week with a team called the range goats, which I'm, I'm actually in on. I think the range goats is hilarious and great, but you know, even the, uh, Rick, you sent a photo of the who was it? Team Torque earlier Torque, today. Torque, uh, Torque GC. Torque GC. Yeah. Torque. And it's like, what? This is so. And and granted, like to be fair to live, anything that gets started that's new is sounds weird, right? Like whether it's the Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, ten years ago, you're like, that's the that's the dumbest name I've ever heard, and now it's just it's normal, it's whatever. But some of this stuff is just very very strange to sort of internalize. Uh, so we are seeing that most of the live guys either are, they're, they're not getting their sponsorships necessarily taken away, at least the apparel and the equipment, but it's mostly like, Hey, we're not going to re up this, or we're not going to continue Bryson no longer with Cobra Puma uh, Sergio out at Adidas uh, DJ obviously out at Adidas and, and Patrick, I think the point was, I think there was an assumption that this was eventually going to happen. And that was kind of built into some of the contracts and it does open up for the picture that I sent around today, which is basically like, I think they're going to be wearing uniforms. The torque guys were wearing team uniforms 
uh, in their practice rounds, which I don't think is a horrible idea, by the way. I'm just telling you what's what's happening. Yeah, this is coming from ESPN and, you know, per their sources, they're saying that they essentially want these guys to become NASCAR drivers or F1 drivers where they're just selling their entire polo up with sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, So I guess part of that will be four aces. Part of that will be whatever company wants to dive in with live where I think they said another one. I don't know who tweeted this out today that they have, you know, potentially their big a big corporation coming in and sponsoring them. Uh, I could just be making this up. I've been seeing so much random stuff on the internet lately, which is not good. Uh, but <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, in theory, that's, um, I, th- I think, I think that's a good idea, right? I, I think a lot of, and this is where, <clears throat> I don't know, some of the live boys hate me, but I try to, I do try to give credit to, I think they've had some good ideas. We had like an hour long debate in Phoenix, Rick, over shotgun starts and whether <laughs> like, is that actually a good idea? I kind of feel like it might be if, it, I don't know, it would be hard to apply with a bigger field, right? Cause you have morning and afternoon starts and you wouldn't really save that much time. But regardless, I think, I think some of what live is introduced is not, is, is like good ideas that should, I don't know if they should be implemented by the tour, but I would be excited if, if these, some of these ideas were, I'm in on team golf. Like I'm just in on it. And I know that's not necessarily a popular opinion amongst PGA tour players, but if you had a Nike team of Scheffler and Rory and whoever, like my kids would be over the moon about that. They would actually be interested in, Hey, how's, how's the Nike team doing? Can I buy some, Nike, whatever their team name would be gear like that, that would be a real thing. And I, the, the live stuff is parody because they haven't partly because it's new, but partly because I feel like they've made it really goofy and weird and not, I don't know. It's just been odd, but some of it I think is actually good. Uh, the, I think they've had a lot of good ideas. I think the execution on said good ideas has been, has been lacking the idea of turning your wearing uniforms that that's what makes your, um, that's what makes your whole franchise idea valuable is if you can slap hero across the front or you can slap Yamaha across the front or whatever. And your teams like that's, that's what makes the franchise stuff, um, which is what their vision. Here's here's the here's the team roster. So these are now official for season two. And uh, Patrick, the large acquisitions to live in this last offseason have been Thomas Peters, who is now on team bah. Range Goats. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Wow. Brendan Steele, who is a high flyer. Uh, Danny Lee who is Ironhead's GC. Dean Burmeester goes to the South African team, Stinger GC. Mito Pereira is on torque along with Sebastian Munoz. Those are the new signings of the offseason. Two, uh, three initial thoughts. One, Kyle's range goats. Are they the best team in live now? Twelve Gooch, Farner, and Peters. I think, I think Peters... I, I, people were just destroying me for saying this, but I think Peter's top five player in live, maybe top six. I think, I think he's a stud. 
honestly. Torque's pretty good. Neiman Munoz, Neiman Munoz, Pereira, and then David Puig, who I guess that's their weak link, but that's a pretty solid team. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, I don't know if the four aces will have enough in the tank. Uh, in the tank, you know, they really rode the coattails of DJ there. I don't know if, uh, you know, he had a back injury at the Saudi international had to pull out there. Uh, so it could be a slow start to them, uh, this season. And then two was Peters was like a shoe in for the Ryder cup. Uh, and I'm bummed, you know, he's probably not going to be picked now, probably not going to qualify on his own. Um, I would have loved to see him in Rome. I think he would have been a great addition. He's a little fiery, likes to snap clubs, throw clubs around, uh, and, and would have been a good addition to the team. That's, uh, you know, they might have to go to both the Ho- Hogard twins now. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I forgot. Oh, lastly, Phil, man, how like you're the guy who's leading the charge on all this. And this is who you're stuck with, like the misfit of the misfit toy island. This is this is your team. Did no one just want to play with them? The, for those listening, it's Cameron Tringali, James Pyatt, Brendan Steele rounding out Phil Mickelson's high flyers. It's just I, – I, I'm kind of baffled. I, like I, I feel kind of bad that this is who Phil's going to have to go, uh, go play with every week now. <clears throat> Realistically, because three months ago – Greg Norman, I think he was saying, was eyeing you know multiple top twenty players in the world to join for season two. Didn't get any of those. This is kind of the problem, KP, where when your best off season acquisitions are Thomas Peters, who I like. Uh, I, I like a lot of these guys, but like the, none. There's only so many guys that move the needle, and none of them have joined live for season two. Yeah, that's right. Do you think that? Do you think we could sponsor a team? Ooh. <laughs> I think it'd have to be like, okay, who the worst team is probably the Ironheads, maybe? The Ironheads are. Is that Kevin Knapp? Oh my gosh. So shout, shout out to Scott Vincent, Virginia Tech alum. Siwon um, Kim, Kevin Na, Scott Vincent, Danny Lee. They are seemingly by far the worst team. Wait, are. Are does the Majestics have three captains? Okay, so I I saw this as well. So if you're if you're watching on YouTube, we're we're showing a graphic right now where the captains are bolded uh, in each one of these teams. However, if you look at the Majestics, the only guy who's not a captain is Sam Horsfield. While I guess they're a trio: Henrik Stenson, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, running the Majestics. I want you. I want producer Troy to clip what Rick just said. The only player. If you look at the Majestics, the only player who's not a captain is Sam Horsfield. And I, and I want you to send it back to yourself from two years ago and try to figure out what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> right? It's so bad. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. We, we, leave that up there, Producer Troy. The cliques are not good. No. The cliques that's, are Martin. That's Bland, Grant, yeah, yeah. Grant McDowell, Bern Viesberger, Martin Keimer. Blandy's yeah, kind bet, of been homing lately, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, but that's not a good – that's <laughs> not, like, good for your team is what I'm saying. Uh, I bet we could sponsor the cliques. Um, I mean, anything we give them would be, like, their first bit of revenue. We I might could, have a connect we, to McDowell. You know, we, could, we could, like, triple their profit by putting – our podcast logo on the on Martin Keimer's chest. The cliques brought to you by the First Cut Podcast. Yeah, and every time we 
they're in the first cut, they have to say the uh, oh, freaking first cut. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying we should do this or we could, but uh, okay, or, or or that we would be allowed to. But I'm saying we could. How about this? Do you remember when there was a sponsorship where every time a game went to overtime, it was just sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings? They just had like this kicker built in that was like, hey, we sponsor every game that goes to overtime. Right. It's just a Buffalo Wild Wings thing. It could be once or it could be 30 in a night. It, we have it. We should sponsor any golfer who's in the first cut. So when a guy's ball rolls into the first cut, this shot is now brought to you by the first mm. cut. They have to show it just like a shot tracer. They have to they have to put a little they have to highlight the first cut and then so the shot tracer could just be Patrick's face instead of the just the predictable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we, yeah, we, we should get Nance uh, to start saying that, you know? Oh, he's in the first cut. Or Trevor. Yeah, download yeah. it. Down, he, oh, he's in the first cut. Download and subscribe. Yeah. Oh, that's such an easy, yeah. Um, I, guys, I don't know what... Uh, what what is Liv doing? Like what what is the what is the plan here? They gonna? I, I guess what I'm saying is, you're are you really gonna have this this massive amazing PGA Tour season? I wrote about this for CBSSports.com today. We've already had three different world number ones. The the top end events are jam packed with great players, which I think is gonna create more volatility at the top of the OWGR. I think because you have more. Uh, like the 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 bigger OWGR point events are there's more of them, so I think there's going to be more volatility at the top. John Rahm's going to make seventy million dollars this year. Like, what? what who's leave? Who, who who is like looking at the clique uniforms and saying, "I'm going to leave for that"? I think it's got to be. I know the uh, legal situation is still unfolding over there in Europe for the DP mm-hmm. tour and live. But I mean, as of now, Thomas Peters, he grabbed the bag and he can still play on the DP world tour mm-hmm. in addition to live. So I feel like, and he obviously wasn't a huge fan of kind of becoming a feeder tour into the PGA tour. Uh, but I think I'm, they might have to like refocus and adjust and, pick off European talent because like you said with all the changes to the PGA tour no one's going to want to come but that's not that's not a two billion dollar business right so so here here's the thing and I think I think that clearly this has not gone the way that Liv wanted it to and I and I I say that just from a golf fan they've they've done they've done a pretty good job in some yeah, respects I agree. but but looking at what their original plan was, remember, with McK- like get, trying to get however many of the top players, they didn't get those guys. There were, We talked about this nine months ago that there's going to have to be a constant stream of new golfers headlined by Dean Burmese, Ramito Pereira, Sebastian Munoz. It's just they're going to run out of steam very, very quickly, especially as OWGR stuff drags on as PGA tour continues to increase their purses and give out money for PIP and Aon risk reward and all these other like little ways that you just funnel cash to the top players. It's just, there's this, there's no steam. Yeah. I think, 
I was thinking about this whenever it was reported this week. I think James Colgan had this, that most of these events are going to air on tape delay on the CW in, in the United States, which like, what the hell, man? Like if your product is Dean Burmester on tape delay, have, 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 have tape delay sports ever worked ever. Here's the thing though. Realistically, will the golf watching demographic even know it's tape delayed? (laughs) That's fair. I think the thing I was thinking about though, Patrick is, and this is what I think they should do. And I kind of argued against this in the fall. They're, they're hung up. They're between release patterns. According to the cat, they're hung up between, they want that, they want that juice from the United States. They want that domestic money, right? But they're also trying to be international. And so they're trying to do both things. And it, listen, like if, if you're, if Dean Burmester is playing in Thailand and it's on tape delay in the United States, your product ain't working, right? That that's not, that's not good. Why don't, why don't they, because I agree with you, Rick, it's not a $2 billion business or whatever the number is to, to pick off European players. But what is potentially a $2 billion business is to pit yourself against the PGA tour and say, Hey, these clowns only play in the United States. We're going to go to the other 7.5 billion people. That's our, that's our, I, we talked about identity with events the other day. That should be their identity. Instead, they're going to Tulsa and Tucson, which it, it, again, I think they're trying to, they're trying to live in both worlds. And I, I actually argued in the fall that they should build up their brand domestically and then take it international like F1 kind of did. Yeah. I don't know if that's what F1, they did. F1, F1 would be the perfect blueprint for Liv. But like, forget the domestic, th- forget the United States thing. Like you, you, you can clown on the PGA tour. I'm giving you a business model here, Greg Norman. You can clown on the PGA tour and say, those guys don't care about you. You 7.5 billion people across the world. We do. We're going to come to India. We're going to come to Australia. We're going to go to Denmark. We're going to go to South America. Right. And that's a, that's a real business model. And you don't even necessarily need great players to, to do that. Right. And I think, I don't know, they've sort of leaned into it, but not really. They just seem like they, they don't really know what they want to be. You're uh, kind of describing the start to, to live, so to speak, right? To what? <laughs> I got you. Dead on. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> like a traveling Thanks, circus. Patrick. You should have kept it at three three stripes and four aces. Yeah, all right. I'll see myself <laughs> out. Uh, all right. Let's you, have what a, do you think, Rick? Y- yes. I, I. So again, this the the gap between idea and execution has never been larger. Like when you look at live, right? The best parts about it domestically and in the world of golf, I've thought they've screwed up were, you know, the draft, the teams, all this other stuff. Uh, the, the fact that they have these C's like they, what have they done in the last six months? Their last event was in, uh, they had time. They had time to like do anything they wanted and did nothing. They, they rebranded two teams and signed, Thomas Peters and Brendan Steele and went and laid out a schedule that literally goes back to like multiple PGA tour courses. Like, what are we doing? It's so stupid. I just like, I just think that you're probably correct, Kyle, that they, 
they got stuck in between, right? I do not think that it's very easy to create a global circuit and get guys to agree to play in India and then Denmark and then Australia. And like, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily easy to do, but you can't be stuck in between. We talk about this all the time. Like you've got to be great at something and they mm-hmm. are not great at anything. And it's a detriment to the product. It's a detriment to the business. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I, I think I said something a little opposite in the fall where I said, hey, you got to build up your audience and then take it global. But in light of what the PGA Tour has done, I just don't know. It's going to take you 30 years to build up your audience in one spot and then take it global. Just take it global. Just be just that's your identity that you're you're you know, in the same way that the Phoenix open is the party event, you are the global tour and own it and lean into it and make fun of the PGA tour for not being a global tour. And they, I don't know, they've like sort of done it at times, but not really. It's, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Who's in charge. Let's have a couple minutes of fun here. So as Patrick has pointed out to me, the live website has a team picker oh my gosh where you answer yes it's real you answer a series you answer a series of nine questions and a team is selected for you uh what we would like to do kyle is we'd like to each of us answer these questions whatever team is generated for us that's our team for this year and then between the three of us whoever's team finishes the highest the other two have to do something. We said, uh, whether it's a bottle of wine, whether, like something something of that nature where we'll, we'll all have a team for the year. Bottle bottle of wine is great because it's not, it's not too expensive. It's presumably something that we all like. Uh, yeah. Bottle of wine's good. Here's my only, here's the only question, Patrick, what happens if we both get the same team or two of us get the same team? Ooh, um, may, maybe redraft. And this is the team champion. So like, even if they're the one seed at the end of the regular season. Oh yeah. You got to go. To yeah. The I think, I think you have to, whoever gets like, if Rick goes first and he gets the cliques and I also get the cliques, I have to go again. Okay. So yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well, here's how I'll pick the order. That so hat's I'll, sick, Rick. I like that hat. Thank you. They must've sold a billion of these because everyone had them. All right. So <laughs> I got three poker chips. Um, Patrick is not wearing a hat and his hair is dark. So he's got the Tory Pines one. It's, it's black and brown. Uh, I'll take the yellow one and Kyle is this white and blue one. So I'll put them behind my back. So going first will be, what was yellow? Me. You, of course. How convenient. Totally rigged. Uh, Just like the one I've done. He put it in the, he put it in the freezer. Uh, Who was white? Kyle. Yeah. And then Tory Pines. All right. So me, Kyle, or yeah, me, Kyle, and Patrick. Surely you just. Here we go. What motivates you? Uh, Winning, improvement, teamwork, or fun? I mean, okay. Winning. First thing, like, you you can't do stock images like this. What are we (laughs) doing? This is this is why everybody thinks you're a parody. They do have some silent disco going on on the right, though. I'm intrigued about that. What animal do you most identify with? A bear, a dolphin, an eagle, a they don't wolf, have a shark on a here. ram, or a stallion? Uh, Ooh. I don't know if it's because I read it first, but I like a bear. Okay, let's do a bear. Okay. 
A lot what of those in shot Vegas. gets you out of your seat? The booming drive, the pin seeker, the spectacular <laughs> saver, the unmakeable putt. I'm a, I'm obviously a team no putt guy, so give me the pin seekers. How did do they, they have? Did they spell gooch? unmakeable correctly? I don't know. I'll check next time. How do you celebrate? Drive. How do you celebrate a winning putt? A composed wave, team high fives, fist pump, or go wild? I'm more of a fist pump kind of guy. Oh God! Pick your ideal golf course: Mayakoba, Sentosa, Cedar Ridge, or the Grange. It is none of these, but uh, I'll take Mayakoba. Okay. What color speaks to me? Green. Oh my god! I'm a neon guy. I'm so nervous about who I'm going to get. What's this your is incredible golf shirt style? Classic stripes, patterned or loud? Uh, classic. <laughs> What music gets you in the zone? I don't like music. So is that is Nelly for me? Hip hop, rock, country, dance, pop, or classical? I don't. I mean, I'll go. With pop is like the most mainstream. Oh my god! What Last are you one. ordering on the nineteenth? Oh my god! <laughs> Pulled pork. All right. In uh, the nineteenth, we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> fi- we're gonna find out my team right now. Drum roll, like please. The nineteenth district. Oh, the oh, crushers. Oh, oh, hate to oh, see it. The crushers. It's not just okay. about the win. It's about the never-ending pursuit for excellence. Sure. We aren't just thinking outside the box. We're crushing it, then building a better one. As soon as we walk up to the first tee, class is in session. We're teaching others how it's done and getting better every day. There's no such thing as perfection. The chase for greatness is always on. All right, crushers okay. are my squad. Let so me that's Bryson, Lahiri, um, <laughs> Charles it's, Howell and uh, Paul Casey. All right. There you go. That's a, that's a Casey a good team. Casey top three at the players last year. Could be worse. Yeah, Casey, All right. Casey, Casey, good player. Bryson, who knows? Who? Uh, what motivates you, Kyle? Uh, what motivates me? Improvement. Improvement. What I animal do you most identify with? Uh, n- identify with I don't know I guess stallion oh nice what this shot so gets awkward. you out of your this it's so awkward this is horrible it's like one of those BuzzFeed quizzes <laughs> what shot not... gets you out of your seat the booming drive the pin seeker a spectacular save or an unmakeable putt uh, probably spectacular save okay. I'm a speed guy so yeah you are how do you celebrate a winning putt uh, you gotta go like, is this how I celebrate a winning putt or yes? I think you, <laughs> what is your heart you right say? There. My favorite thing is when Rick does this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a high uh, five. I'm going to go, I'm going to go high five team. High fives your ideal golf course, but out of these four, I don't even know what the Grange is, but it looks like the the type of course that I like the most. Yeah, it, yeah, that's right up your alley. Uh, color Thank speaks you. to you: blue, red, green, or black? Black. Oh, I'm scared about what I'm gonna. Uh, classic. If you if you pick if you pick Not this, you automatically loud. get Ian Poulter. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go loud. Classic. Yeah, golf a louder. What music gets you in the zone? Uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, pop. Same as you. And finally, what are you ordering on the 19th? A grilled cheese sandwich, oh, a chicken yeah. club, a pulled pork, or an ice cream sandwich? <sighs> I mean, you were with me. You know how much I love sweets. Um, is that a I'll bagel? Probably, I'll probably go. Yeah, that's that's weird. Look, uh, I'll, I'm gonna go grilled cheese, though. I love grilled cheese. All right. I hope, I hope it's not the crushers. I hope oh, we don't have to do this again. All right. Uh, Kyle's <laughs> it won't team. Be. It won't be. Is. 
the high flyers <laughs> team phil legacies oh, no. aren't given no. they're this- built <laughs> with dreams and drive Man. show us the limit and we move the line tell us we've reached the summit and watch us rise to new heights any texts can win i don't even know what that means we're here for greatness to write a new legend with every stroke because we can't live with good enough this is a new era for golf and we're leading the way come fly with us Wait, what is it? Is, is any text supposed to be like a placeholder? Yes, absolutely. Any text can win. Like that's yeah, probably that's, like anyone, and they forgot to erase text or something. It's definitely a placeholder, right? Yeah, it is. They've that's got a different. They've got a different place on the uh, website where they. I'll, I'll go try to find what the copy actually is supposed to be. This is not good. I'm gonna for sure finish last. This is All beautiful. Right. The crushers and the high flyers are in I like the my chances. Yeah, I mean, you've got a couple of good options here. And now, Patrick, you've seen this. You might be able to game the system a little bit. Uh, what motivates you? Um, I'm gonna do fun. I feel like I'm the the crazy young guy in this group. What animal <laughs> do you most identify with? Uh, let's do dolphin. Wolf, I feel like you're getting Matthew Wolf on. Yeah, I agree. What shot gets you out of your seat? I'm going to go the unmakeable putt. The unmakeable putt. How do you celebrate a winning putt? Composed wave. Mm, I think you're setting, up a, you're setting up a DJ thing here. Well, pick your yeah. ideal golf course. Let's go. Uh, I've never heard of Sentosa. You like that one? Yeah, it looks nice. Color me. Yeah. Blue, red, green, or black? So we did green and black so far. Mm-hmm. I'll go I'll go blue. Mm, I think if you went red, you would have gotten the four aces. What's your golf shirt style? Classic striped, patterned, or loud? Striped. Let's go striped. What music gets you in the zone? Mm, that country guy kind of looks like Patrick Reed a little bit, so I'll go with him. Okay. And finally, you want Reed. What are you ordering on the 19th hole? Yeah, I think I think he's figured this out. I think he's getting the four. I, I agree with Kyle. I think grilled cheese, the Ryder Cup bar at uh, the Ocean Course, best grilled cheese in the nation. I'm going to go with that. Mm. All right, here we go. Patrick's team anything is but anything but cleats. The Ripper. Oh, Ripper GC. We'll be your best mates, but we didn't come here to make friends. We're the hardest workers on every green because if you're not first or last, we're unapologetic in who we are. That's just how we play. Life of the party scorchers on the course, but don't worry. We'll always give you a fair crack. So see you on the first tee. Then after we win, we'll save you a spot at the bar. Cameron Smith, Mark Leishman, Matt Jones, Jed Morgan, okay. the Ripper. You got the number one player in the world. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We, we just, we, yeah, we're making the same jokes. Uh, I found the high flyers <laughs> copy. Says the high flyers aren't content with reaching the summit. No, that's just an invitation, an opportunity to rise to new heights. I don't know what it said or what do we have what it said earlier? Uh, I don't have it anymore. Uh, the mantra of this team is that there's always another level, and Captain Phil Mickelson and his colleagues are out to reach it again and again. Blazing the trail is what it's all about. The high flyers are here to transform golf, transcend their opponents, and transport the sport into a new era. Did they use chat GPT to write this? Because <laughs> legacies, legacies aren't given. They're built with dreams and drive. That's the That was definitely in the other one. Yeah. All right. Well, 
here's where we're at. Um, this is a pretty good comment. Ice cream oh, sandwich. So good. Gets P read squat. Cheat day. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, we're going to turn our attention to Honda. We'll do a quick little thing on that sponsorship that will no longer be. We'll get into the best bets. We'll talk one and done. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats. And we're back. Honda, out. Longest running sponsor, I believe, on the PGA Tour. Uh, this will be the last year. does not necessarily mean this event won't exist, Patrick. Uh, that is still TBD, and we're going to have a new schedule where it's year-long only. Now, it's just going to be weird, but Honda, I guess, not seeing the value, and we'll see what happens to PGA National. And, the, yeah, like you said, I think the tournament will be – you know, still on the calendar. I read from the Palm Beach Post today that they had a list of 50 potential new sponsors. It's down to five now. Uh, they're looking for a new place on the playing calendar as well. But I guess, again, who isn't these days, right? With, uh, you know, everyone fighting to become a designated event and whatnot. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, things are looking up for the Honda no name, potentially Taco Bell classic uh, here in the future, because it it has been given the short end of the stick uh, in between, you know, all the big events and coming to the Florida swing. So maybe it will, maybe it won't, but uh, we'll see. They've gotten, they've gotten crushed on the schedule the last couple of uh, last couple of, of years. So it's, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And that's sort of just the, not every event can be a big event. And you know, I, I think, I think what's really hard, it's easy to sort of dunk on the PGA tour for a number of different things, but there's a real history to this tournament and to a lot of the events that are getting relegated, if you will, you know, and, and not all of them, but a lot of them, uh, have been going on for decades and decades and, it sucks to get relegated, so to speak. But if you, I mean, that's just, I think the, I think the part that's really difficult for Jay Monahan and for the tour is how do you, how do you preserve history and also move into the future where you have to kind of have this 12, 15 event schedule. That's a big boy schedule because that's your, that's your path forward. I think very clearly that's your path forward. And I don't know how you both preserve history and do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, maybe it becomes just like what it used to be, which is this sort of tour around the America, seeing different parts of America and stopping in places like, you know, 
Illinois and, and Kansas and, you know, all, all these different places across the country, maybe it's a little bit of a throwback to that, but I think that's probably what the non-elevated events are, are headed toward, uh, in, in the next few years, unless they, unless they rotate them around. And I think you could, you could do that. You could have both. You could, you could have it be, um, this sort of throwback to where it's a traveling circus to these different kind of smaller towns or whatever. And then every five years, the Honda gets everybody or, or, or this golf course gets everybody. Right. And that would be cool. That would be a pretty good win. I think for everybody, if, if that's what they decide to do. That's, uh, it's got to be coming. There's just there's just no way it's not coming with with kind of the way that sponsors want to be involved. I think Rom floated the idea as well. Was it Rom or Roy that floated the idea about these rotating? I think it was Rom. It was Rom at Phoenix. I was in that presser. Yeah, kind of floating the idea that like, oh, well, these are the elevated events for this year. We'll see what they are for next year. Um, Patrick, you're probably more in tune with like the day-to-day, like you – like read the Palm Beach Journal or whatever. Like, yeah, okay, you're probably you're probably in this pretty deep. I think there's just a lot of question marks about what the schedule looks like moving forward, what the fall is going to look like. Will there be a match play? Houston's trying to get into the main part of the schedule. Honda doesn't have a spot. Uh, you know, this event doesn't have a spot. There's just a lot of questions about what the schedule is going to look like. And Myrtle Beach is pushing for an event. Myrtle here in Beach is making a, making a push. I know Cherry Grove. Shout the out golf, to those cats. The golf mecca is making a push. Poor DJ. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think we've said it a bunch. One, I do agree that they need to rotate because PJ National is a great course, uh, just in general. I mean, there's so much trouble in here. Having the best guys compete at this venue would be fantastic. For me, growing up, it was like Rory become number one here. Uh, the cat's Eagle on the 72nd hole that one year as well. So it's definitely disappointing that it it doesn't really have that standard anymore. And then it's the next year's schedule is there's a lot of things in the air that we don't know yet. Like you just mentioned, and maybe with so much tossed up that the Honda classic somehow finds a way to get a better spot on the calendar. But it's tough with the players kind of going from May to March. Uh, and that was kind of the crux of it. Yeah. Remember when they did that, uh, that commercial with Rory without a club. Do you guys ever see that? No, it was from the Honda and it was the five wood he hit into 18. That was just oh. like nobody else in the world could hit it. But they did a commercial where he hit the same shot, but he didn't have a club in his hands. It might have been a Nike commercial. I vaguely remember this. It's it's worth it's worth YouTubing and and finding and watching. It's very cool. It's a good one. Is it better than yeah. the Tiger Rory like range session? You know what I'm talking about? Forgiveness. Like, no, no. Uh, when they're like they're like hitting it into like glasses. Some, somebody's and, drink in the clubhouse. Oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. That felt like a little bit of a ripoff of the Bird Jordan thing. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the the was that the was that the washing machine one or no? That's a different one. That one's cool. That's the oh, that's a different one too. Wait, there's one where Rory is going up against the robot on the range. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's that the, one's awesome. And at the end, the washing machine rises, you know, forty yeah. yards in the air or whatever. Yeah, that's that one's one. cool. That one's cool. And the washing machine's talking trash to him. 
Yeah. Or the robots talking trash to him. Because That's- the washing machine was the was from the TV show, right? When he was a kid. Right. And he wears the logo on the 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 uh, Nike thing was that they made those little like Tiger got the Tiger head. Frank, is that its name? And then Rory got the washing machine, which is kind of sick. And Finau got the it was like a boot, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Wait, was, was like that a joke or was that real? I thought it was real. I thought it, it might have. Yeah, you're probably right. And Brooks got the Brinks truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Brooks done with Nike? Oh, it's a good question. I don't have because that, that was probably the biggest. I'm trying to think of Cam didn't. Cam had Penguin. And like, what do those guys wear at? Like, what's DJ gonna wear at the Masters? He gonna wear his four aces gear? Oh gosh! I mean, I he guess, can I wear mean, whatever he wants. He just doesn't have to be paid for it, right? He could wear all his Adidas stuff. He's just not getting paid for it. It's not. It's not like they can stop him from wearing old old stock. I hope yeah. Sergio wears Fireballs gear at the Masters. I he think might. Patrick Reed's absolutely wearing like a, a live hat. He's been doing that, yeah. Yeah. What, DJ's still what, wearing Adidas shoes to what team is, is Reed on? Oh, he's four, four aces. aces. He's four aces. Oh, he'll for sure wear four aces gear. Every, everybody's heard yeah. of the four aces. Yeah, everybody. Uh let's make some hopefully winning wagers here for this week's Honda talk about some players in this field. So our little moneymaker challenge. What we've been doing is we've been taking a hundred dollars slash nuggets slash points, whatever you want to call them over to Caesars. We put 50 on a matchup of our choice, 30 on a finishing position of our choice, and then 10 each on two separate outrights. Then we take another best bet, which we'll get to in a second and put it on there as well. Uh, Grid me, please, Troy. Boom. Grid me. The matchups. Let's start with Kyle, who I believe has opted for a three ball. Oh, yeah, I've got Chris Kirk over JB Holmes and Adam Long. Chris Kirk, I did strokes gains since January one, and Rom is just destroying the planet. But Chris Kirk is sneakily on the list of guys that have been averaging over two strokes, uh, positive uh, plus two point oh strokes or better against the field. He hasn't played that much. I think he's only played three times, but kind of sneaky playing pretty well so far in twenty twenty three. Yeah, Chris Kirk minus 105 over J.B. Holmes, Adam Long. Patrick, you are picking on Harris English, who had a good week last week. Yeah, Rick, I read your uh, newsletter that everyone should uh, subscribe to. Very good. Uh, And your trivia was Jonathan Vegas. So a little hat tip to you. Uh, Nine for 10 here, I think. Nine out of 10. He's hitting the ball uh, pretty damn well at the moment. And Harris English, ever since the, uh, the surgery, really hasn't been himself inaccurate wild off the tee last week was all putt uh so give me johnny vegas at minus 120 yeah johnny vegas over harris english harris english gained like nine strokes putting last week now i must admit my matchup is outdated from the time i submitted it because uh lanto withdrew from this event so mm. automatic I, loss you i will to have to it. scroll through automatic loss i'll scroll we'll move on to finishing position i'll scroll through but uh i did see that and i f- forgot that I sent that to Troy 
couple hours ago. Uh, finishing position, I'll go with Kevin Tway. I watched him a little bit last week. I thought he was playing fine. He's playing some of the best golf that he has in a while. Low bar, I get it, but made the cut at both Phoenix and LA. And you're getting four to one that he finishes inside the top 20. So I'll roll with Kevin Tway. KP, where are you going? Yeah, I've got uh, Johnny Vegas top 20. So Sung Jay is the best ball striker in this field over the last 50 rounds, but Johnny Vegas is number two. And plus 175, I like him to finish in the top 20. Uh, and Patrick, you are going very far down the betting board, my friend. I like this. Yeah, I'm trying to look up right now why I put Mark Hubbard down. Um, and I think he has a pretty good history here. A uh, couple top 20s. And he, he tends to pop at these lower tier events. He has fourth at Barracuda, third at Barbasol, and a fifth at Sanderson Farms uh, over his last 25 starts. So decent history here. He's not playing all that well, uh, but I, I think he could, uh, you know, top 10 for me at 11 to 1. 11 to 1 to finish inside the top 10. I will update my matchup to be Alex Norin over Aaron Wise. I've added that to the outline there, Troy. Uh, Norin, he's missed two cuts in a row at elevated events. It hasn't been that bad. You zoom out a little bit. He's been playing great golf, and this is a big reprieve for him to get into this field, and I have no idea what the state of Aaron Wise's game is. He's not even hitting it all that well anymore, which is like super troublesome, so I'm I'm worried about it. So I'll go add Norin over Aaron Wise. Well, strange turn of events for Aaron Wise, right? Because now he's putting the lights out and he's not hitting it. Well, what is hard? What I don't, I mean, I came into this year. So two, two guys that I've been disappointed by this year so far for different reasons, Aaron Wise and Matt Fitzpatrick. I thought Aaron Wise was maybe going to make the U.S. Ryder Cup team. I realize it's a long way away, but he hasn't. Where's he finished so far, Rick? Not oh, good. Miss cuts, and I think 30th at the Tournament of Champions. So, like miscut that. at Phoenix, miscut at American Express, T18 at Tournament of Champions. So, it's a small – it's it's not a big number of tournaments, but I just thought he'd kind of come in firing in 2023. And then Fitzpatrick has obviously been somewhat injured. Those are two guys that were I thought were a little bit disappointing on the West Coast swing. Outrights picking winners, and we've got them across all different pricing tiers here. Patrick, why don't you give us your two outrights for this week? The postman. I know last week was all the JT week, uh, which did not end up well. Shocker. Uh, so going to a different JT, post in 30 to 1. I just think he has a lot of winning upside in this field. This is a guy who won the John Deere Classic, almost won the Barbasol a couple years ago as well. Uh, good off the tee, can get hot with the putter. And then Hayden Buckley, uh, Kyle brought up uh, Johnny Vegas. Hayden Buckley's second in this field off the tee over the last six months. Uh, fifth in driving accuracy, fifth in total strokes gained. We uh, saw him in contention at the Sony Open, where if not for a couple short missed putts and a Siwoo Kim chip in, he, he could have won that event. So I like him at 55 to 1. Ugh, brutal. Um, yeah. KP. Your two outrights are Sung Im and Chris Kirk. We've talked a little bit about Chris Kirk. Let's talk a little bit more about Sung Jay. Yeah, Sung Jay, I mean, I think he's by far the best player in this field in terms of how well he's playing. You could throw 
I mean, is there even anybody else that's in, there's probably not anybody else that's even in his category, right? He's, he's best over his last 50 in ball striking, best over his last 50 in total strokes gain. Norin is second, but he's a distant second. And Sanjay's obviously played well here before. Um, so yeah, I, it's not a good number for somebody like Sanjay, but I do like him to, uh, to contend this weekend. 10 to 1, 30 to 1, M and Kirk. I found that other guy, that second guy that Kyle mentioned, Alex Norin, 25 to 1. I'm just kind of a believer, especially when things get more difficult and par's a good score and you got to grind it out a little bit. That's kind of Alex Norin's game. And then I'm going one more. One more crack with Joseph Bramlett. First of all, he's been great this year. I think he's only missed one cut. He's got two top 15s in a row. I worry on kind of some smooth Bermuda that it might expose. This is not West Coast POA where he kind of got away with it. Uh, The last couple of starts, I worry about it, but a lot of distance, a lot of upside, playing a lot better. Joseph Bramlett, 50 to 1. Best bets, a.k.a. money balls. Kyle, you're crushing these, my, my friend. My time to shine. I'm a, I'm a major championship player, Patrick. I'm like, actually, not only, <laughs> not only is Kyle crushing these, but Patrick is on the board. Got a win last week. We swept clean sweep last week of the money balls. Uh, I'll be, I'll be a big man hit, uh, here. I appreciate you guys giving me that one because I think Justin Thomas tied with approximately half the field for the top 20. Here's the thing we have we always, didn't give it to you. We have treated. We have always treated it the same way. And I think I think BetMGM okay. does this as well, where they pay out the full share. They don't do dead heat rules on top five, top 10, top 20. A, a lot of good books will do this. There's not as much. A Circa also does it as well. So we have always paid out the full share on ties. Okay. Well, thank you. So, thank you to the book. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> you're welcome. But no thanks necessary because that's always been the yeah. rules. Okay. Yeah. This is not – yeah. We're not adjusting the rules for you. I could do it with Mark and <laughs> – I guess we didn't adjust them for Sia, just Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do the best bets. I've got um, I've got Chris Kirk again just riding my guy here. Uh, top 20 plus 150. That seems – I mean, I, he missed the cut in Phoenix, but he was third in, uh, I think it was Sony and Amex. And, uh, yeah, I just, he's a solid player and this is a bad field. So I like him to finish in the top 20. Mine is Pearson Cootie, not to be confused with Parker Cootie, who's also in this field Love to finish that. inside the top 40 at plus 175. Uh, Pearson has won twice on the Corn Ferry Tour already in his young career. He is vibing with twin bro in the field who Monday qualified. I'm asking him to finish inside the top 40 of probably the weakest field event that we've had this year. Plus 175, rock and roll. Patrick. Where do, uh, real quick, Rick, where do your models have Cootie in the world like Ooh. in terms of just yeah at world i don't know if world ranking is the right terminology but you know what i'm saying it's like just like golfer rankings yeah uh, i have him like like 225 okay so that's about what something like data golf would have what is what he they in have? The, uh, yeah uh 267 okay yeah that's about right Okay. 
We're close. Yeah. He he misses. He has the two wins, but he's like missed a lot of cuts. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Like because in my head, I I think oh, this guy could be a could be a star, but he hasn't necessarily played like i mean he i don't know it's hard because he has one he, he's gonna be interesting there's a lot of volatility there i think yeah he's an interesting one okay patrick you're you're now you're going for a streak two in a row who is it one to know in my last one um back to <laughs> back to johnny vegas minus 120 over harris english it's a guy who is striking the ball well as kyle pointed out against a guy who simply is not very good at the moment uh so as simple as it is, Johnny Vegas minus 120 over Harris English. That leaves us with one final thing to do, gentlemen. It's our one and done selections. And for the first time that I can yeah. remember in a while. This is crazy. Eight of us have opted for eight different golfers. Hell yeah. It's like the farmer's market, you know? This is a pack of – no, I guess it's not a pack of wolves because that that would be a pack. These This is eight separate wolves in eight different places all by themselves. Eight like Hunger Games. It's Hunger Games. Every man for themselves. I don't know how we did this. So reveal me the board. Patrick, please. you're trying to make farmers market work, and it's not working, I don't think. You're getting the cherries. I'm getting the fresh pasta. <laughs> we all, I love that we have an asterisk next to Mark now. Yeah, we all overthought it, and Sia was the only one who went with Sungjae Im. Sia, $1 million. He is currently in last. Kyle M., making a bit of a move, is at $1.8 million. He has opted for Aaron Wise. Greg, $2.4 million. Johnny Vegas. Patrick, $2.6 million, middle of the pack. You went with who? JT Poston. I think I'm going to regret, like you said, outsmarted myself. I think I'm going to regret not picking Shane Lowry. Uh, mm. I, I thought someone would get him. Maybe. He we'll didn't, yeah. had not been playing well until Riv. So, yeah, JT Poston for me. And I said it last week, I'm freaking out at the moment. Use a big dog at Riviera. I'm going to be the guy in this one-and-done league who uses John Rom once he misses a cut. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with she- last year with Scheffler. I think this was before you came on, Patrick. I used him at the Amex, and then he won, like, his next four starts. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> Uh, KP, 3.1 million. <laughs> Who have you gone with this week? I went with Matt Kuchar. Uh, we watched him grind for like seven hours on the range in Phoenix. Uh, started playing some uh, good golf. He was kind of in it a little bit at uh, at Riv. And I I wanted to take Sungjae just because this was a very obvious place to take him. I thought it was too obvious and everybody else would take him. Me too. Which I guess is what we all did. <laughs> Because uh, Sungjae is the type of player that you're not going to take at Wells Fargo or BMW, right? Like this is the place to take him, and and only see it did it. Yeah, we outsmarted ourselves here because I thought the same exact thing. I'm at uh, 5.8 million. I went with Alex Noren. I've talked about him at length. The fans, the fans, 6.2 million. Adam Svensson, Svenny for the fans. They didn't even go with Sung Jae and they crowdsourced the thing. Yeah, Sounds like a miscut incoming. Uh, something fishy going on there. This is a with, very, this is a, like, there's a lot of outcomes, obviously, when you have eight different picks. Yeah. This yeah. It's going to be fun. It is going to uh, be fun. Mark, asterisk Mark. 
8.8 million uh, has gone with Denny McCarthy, which I believe is a, he was telling, I forget who he was saying he was going to take. Was it Sungjae? And then he said, no, I'm going to pivot and I'll go with Denny McCarthy. I'm sure I'll pivot again on Wednesday. Mm, or Thursday. Who knows? Yeah. Why not? Um, I had one other thought about this. Did you guys know that Mark – so Mark texted me earlier today and said, hey, what are the one-and-done picks? Because I need to favorite them in my PGA Tour app, which was such a sentence. That's what he does. He favor he favorites all the one-and-done selections so he can track it throughout the week. I love it. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> That's it's so good. That's I I I do track mine. I don't track everybody else's until maybe well, Sunday. I'll look that's at why it. you're not atop the leaderboard, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> Neither do I. I I came back from the the Scotty Scheffler win like a zillion dollars down. I was like, how did this happen? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fun, man. So yeah, you got to know. All right, that'll do it. Back on Sunday to recap everything that has happened in the world of golf. But for now, big thanks, producer Troy, producer Josh, doing all the hard work behind the scenes. I completely blanked. Sorry, Josh, <laughs> completely blanked. I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say Troy, and then I was gonna like, I already said Troy. We have too many four-letter, one-syllable names on this show. Is We're Ricky sorry. in the field this week? No. Okay. Can we call you Pat? You like Pat? Because then we could have just a bunch of one-syllable first names. Sure. I'm a team player. I know I didn't pick it for the live team, but I do like teamwork. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Pat McDonald available at Amateur Status on Twitter. Kyle Porter available at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>